everybody's watching. Hey there, Tennessee fans. Welcome to another episode of Tennessee Fan Talk. Thank you for helping us grow the podcast by Vols fans, for Vols fans. We like to talk about Vols and their mistakes. To win. No, I mean, Austin Peay has the worst, has the worst jerseys in America. 9-3-1. That was horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> Guys, thanks for tuning in. We have got myself, Bird. We got the Duke in here tonight. No special guests. We want to do a small shout-out to last week's uh, special guest, Bryce, and congratulate him on the baby. Another Vols fans, uh, Vol fan in the world. So congratulations, man. Thanks. We look forward to having you back on the show. You had some interesting picks week one, week two, and not so good. Before we jump in, we already got comments coming in. Um, yeah, <laughs> Florida, <laughs> Matthew Hewitt. <laughs> yeah, if we if we play definitely uh, how we how we played this past week, we're in trouble. Oh yeah, we're. I mean, that's how we're going to play this week, just to be the bearer of bad news. Hmm. There you go. Negavolve, baby. I will get into that in just a minute. Before we get into Vols things, just one real quick. Who of the three last week, which which of us picked Texas to win? A blind squirrel. This guy. A blind bird, one might this, say. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> and all of you, and Matthew beat me to it before... He beat me right to it because those of you that thought Virginia was the good win, they did just lose to James Madison. Hey, James Madison, year in, year out for the past five years, has been the best football program in the state of Virginia. <laughs> what does that mean? But better than Tech, better than UVA, better than Old Dominion. And that's uh, the freight uh, line? No. <laughs> it's down there in the hood. All right, let's jump into these Vols, guys. Uh, Iger's all-male school. Who? Hampton, Sydney, D3. Yeah. Walk out, uh, walk out. We're at home. Home game, first home game. We, of course, uh, end up with the win 30-13. to If you look down, here's, here's the interesting thing. If you look down these stat sheets, um, 228 yards of rushing, 228 yards of passing, how likely are those odds? Passing 21 for 33, an average of 6.9 yards. This is supposed to be a team that throws a bomb. This is the strongest arm in football, and his average is two, uh, 6.9 yards. When all you can throw is a bubble screen, that's what you're going to have. <laughs> so when they finally put up some points when they started just going out to the flat, out in the flat, out in the flat. It's pretty much just an extension to the running game. Yes. Really all it is. Yes. Here's what concerns me from this week against an Austin P team. We're going into the SEC schedule, going in rough. Still, third down conversions. Three of 12. 
checks the stats, it's not good. Three of 12. In our red zone, we were five for six. How many of those were touchdowns, though? I, I said at the beginning of the season, I've said it every week since the beginning of the season, the people that are saying in, in Milton we trust, how do you feel now? They will not let him throw. Every time that he does anything over short passes, the whole first half of that game was behind the receiver or over his head or 300 miles an hour through their hands. I will say there was some throws that were on the back shoulder. Were they perfect? No. Had some cutout from the from the Duke there. Saying. Did you say we had uh, he threw some on the back shoulder and they just missed him? Yeah, did I break up there? You, yeah, you did. Oh, well, my my connection shows good, but yeah, there's some that would have been caught last year for sure. Yeah, those throws. Yeah, so I mean, I'll, I'll give some receiver. Our, our, our receiving core is not as good this year. Romel Keaton's kind of been a little downside from what I thought he would be. Hopefully it's just nerves. they got to get those nerves out. We're going to have to rely on the defense coming into Florida. We'll just jump straight ahead in, into uh, this, this coming week with what we just saw. With what we just saw for the past two weeks, does Tennessee have what it takes to beat Florida? I think if any of these... Late passes over the head, these uh, in the ground. He threw a couple of them at people's feet. If he makes these mistakes against Florida, as bad as they possibly are, we're going to pay for it. A lot of it depends on Sunbelt Billy. Now, they, Florida's supposed to be a running team this year. I, I put our defense up against that. 100%. I think we stop their run game, force uh, Mertz to go in the air. Hopefully, Hatton and company uh, on corners can make something of that. We're going to have to tackle better than we did this week, for sure. And we're going to have to tackle against much, we did not tackle much very well stronger opponents. True. I, I picked them to lose before the season even started. I'm going to pick them again. Preseason, I had uh, Tennessee winning that game, and now I'm sitting there along with uh, CBS Sports and some of the other ones saying 50-50. Who shows up? Well, the crowd's going to show up for sure, and that's going to be an issue. It is. Jorts and all. <laughs> he had to go had I mean, people, they make fun of our overalls. We'll make fun of Jorts. Come on. I, hey, I'll take the overalls. Checkerboard overalls. Take them all day yeah, long. Uh, over Jorts. Fan. Come on. Come on. I'm not a big fan. I don't like Jorts either. How do you think they make the Jorts? Do they lay them out there and just let an No, no, no. So what they them? do is they go to the Walmart, and they go in the back, and they bought them an $18 pair of Wranglers, Stranglers possibly, and they cut them off. <laughs> About three inches above the knee. <laughs> when is the last time you've actually seen a pair? Because you feel like you're, I feel like you're rolling back into the nineties. 
You haven't been downtown Nashville anytime soon, have you? There's a lot of hipsters <laughs> down there with them. The jorts have made their way up. Yeah, but they, what they do is they cut skinny jeans. So, like, there's dudes wearing capris down there, too. So, <laughs> From last week, before we jump into uh, to more of what's coming this week, we had... Uh, Going through here, you you had horrible choices through the week. I think you were the closest on one, and that was oh, the okay. that was the Mizzou game. Yeah, I bet Mizzou fans wear cargo shorts. <laughs> the the one I want to talk about for just a second, just a second, because we have them coming up soon, is Alabama, and I was the only one like like we started off the show that picked picked Alabama. Uh, to lose. What does this do for them? Is Milrow, supposedly, Saban says he was very close, very, very close to pulling him. He, Milrow has Milton tendencies. <laughs> it's true. He throws it at their feet, Mil- overthrow, Milton but then he throws a dime and looks like a the best player in the nation. Yeah. Well, we've yet to see one of those from Milton. We dropped it against UVA. We dropped that, it. That one. That hey, one. One is one. <laughs> but he has Milton tendencies. A little erratic with the ball. Doesn't really know what it looked like. He's know what he's doing all the time. Maybe playing a little scared like I know what I'm talking about. Uh, live stream people, we do want to hear from you on this. Should Milton, here's the question, while we uh, move into a uh, podcast commercial break, should Milton be the starting quarterback for the Florida game? And if so, when does he get pulled? My theory at the beginning of the year was gone by uh, by halftime. And they had, they had Nico warming up on the side. I never saw him go in. No, I actually, hey, breaking news, I watched the football game, actually, did, surprisingly did you, enough. I watched you really? All yes, I sure did. Who had the app for that? My father. <laughs> That's fantastic. So as we take a little break on the podcast, uh, have a a short little funds of uh, um, (laughs) replenish the purse with commercials. Want to hear what the live stream people have to say on Milton. Hey, Vols fans, let's be honest. Do you really trust where the meat comes from at your local grocery store? With all the fillers and preservatives out there and their unknown long-term issues, why not take a little stress off of your grocery list? More and more people are going back to the farmers for their local eggs, vegetables, fruits, honey. Teague Premium Beef offers a local solution to a nationwide problem. Simply visit bellbucklebeef.com to select your cuts and choose the processor nearest you. Teague Premium Beef will deliver grass-fed, grain-finished beef to that processor. Why take chances on the unknown? Choose local. Choose Teague Premium Beef.
All right, podcast listeners, welcome back to Tennessee Fan Talk. We are rolling into week three, and we're going to try to shorten these episodes. The last couple weeks have been extremely long, and uh, thanks to everyone's input or, or, or lack of attention span, as we see, after 24 minutes, this goes down really quickly. So Damn Gen Zers. <laughs> so we're going to try to keep this one under 24 minutes. Week three. Uh, let's do some pickums. Sure. How does that sound? We'll see if you can catch up with me. Oh, starting off twelve Eastern, ESPN, LSU, Mississippi State. I'm with uh, Mississippi State last week, throwing three, four interceptions, um, and it, it's just ugly. I think LSU takes them to the house. I think they roll them fifty-two fourteen. LSU. You say fifty-two fourteen? Yeah, sure. I mean, it doesn't matter what. I, you know, I, I don't. I don't know about that one. Maybe, maybe like a thirty-five fourteen. But I still have LSU. I, I, I'm with you on that. Brian Kelly gives me little man syndrome. <laughs> Easy with so that. So if he can run a score up, he will. Easy with that. <laughs> maybe that's why I said it, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got Kansas State, Missouri, SEC Network, 12 o'clock Eastern. And I'm going Kansas State. Why, sure. You'd be stupid not to. Considering they almost lost to MTSU last week. 28-12. How'd you go? <laughs> give, me the t- give me the 12. Is this a mix, miss extra point and then another field goal there? Four field goals. Four. <laughs> And he had to use his I did, that, I did that on purpose. Use, so, if you're watching the live stream, you see him. Yeah, the podcast listeners, I'm looking up on the screen, and I see him start counting. One, two, three, four. Four field goals. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I like this 35 number because I'm a, I'm a 35-10 Kansas uh, State. Oh, here's a good one here. South Carolina, Georgia, CBS game of the week, three thirty <laughs> Eastern. Is there a name for this game? Yeah, it's called a blowout. <laughs> That's what it's called? It's called a blowout. The real question is six and a half sacks over under. What do you got? Uh, under. I think there's more than that. Then you would take the over. Six and a half is the number. Is it going to be over yeah, that? Oh, over, over that? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. You said under. Sorry. That yeah, was low. Yes, I'm taking over. Yes, I mean I am too. Um, I don't, I don't even. That is not even score worthy game. Blowout. All you need to know. Just blowout. blowout. I agree. I agree. Uh, the next one's not a score worthy game either. Three at the same time on ABC three thirty Eastern Alabama South Florida. They are going to South Florida. How weird is that? I would have to suspect the strip clubs will be busy on Friday night. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, not score worthy. I feel so sorry for South Florida. Uh, a lot of frustration going to be taken out there. The 4 o'clock Eastern SEC Network, UL Monroe and A&M. Another letdown season for Jimbo Fisher already. I mean, after getting beat last week by Miami, what – this is UL Monroe's Super Bowl. 
Oh, yeah, well, they're 2-0. and They beat Army first game of the year at home. But you didn't know that. <laughs> no, I did not know that. I, I mean, I, I know you have a little I'm tie. I'm 99% sure Marlon Brando, or not Marlon Brando, who's the guy <laughs> that used to do CBS? Uh, is that what his name is? Mar- What's his name? Something. Is, I don't remember his name. Anyway, he went to school there. <laughs> not Marlon Brando. He's a movie star. I don't remember the guy's name. Move it along. I'm so glad you got me laughing now because I almost, as I was preparing for this episode, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to mark this episode explicit because there's no way you can talk about this last week without cussing. Oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> I, I knew we were overrated. I knew it going into the season. I knew we were going to be. And I also found out this weekend that the the SEC is a mid this year. They're oh, a mid. Oh, yeah. I mean, who would think that the Pac-12 is sitting at, what, 17, uh, 17 and 1? No, they're seven or 18 and 0, I think. Cal didn't win. Yes, they did. Nope, they didn't. Lost by they four. They should have. They should have. Um, uh, well. <laughs> Speaking of another game not worth uh, talking about, ESPN Plus, 7 o'clock game, Samford, Auburn. Auburn on the win. Yeah, sure. CBS Sports Network, 7 o'clock. Vandy, UNLV. UNLV. Really? Yep. I have to hear the score on this one. Mm, 24-21. I'm going to give Vandy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the same score, but I'm going to go Vandy. I mean, they're playing at UNLV. They Time are. Time change. Time change. SEC Network, 730, Georgia Tech, Ole Miss. That's easy. Is it? The Ramblin' Rex from Georgia Tech lose another game. <laughs> A tough game for Arkansas, ESPN 2, 730, BYU at Arkansas. I mean, you know what I'm going to say. Give me the Stormin' Mormons. <laughs> Stormin' Mormons. When it's a whole bunch of 35-year-olds are, you know, quite a bit bigger. Yeah, I had enough time to take more steroids. <laughs> 7.30 ESPN U, uh, yeah, ESPN U, 7.30 Eastern Akron at Kentucky. I think it's going to be sneaky good game for, well, sne- not good, close. Yeah, a close game. So you have, you don't hear a lot about Kentucky, but you look at their season that, they started off with Ball State at home. Then they had Eastern Kentucky at home. Now they're going to have Akron at home. And then they're going to go to Vanderbilt. And then they host Florida. You got four easy games in a row to open it up. Now, granted, last year did not turn out in their favor against Vanderbilt. But they have a pretty easy start compared to most. Yeah, they're Kentucky. What do you expect? <laughs> I know. I knew I was going to get some sort of. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's Kentucky football. They're going to finish about five hundred. That's <laughs> some sort of bleak answer. They're going to finish about with Kentucky. Well, we saved the best for last. The ESPN Saturday Night Football, seven o'clock Eastern, Tennessee. I'm shocked it's not the CBS game of the week. No. It normally it was last year. Well, last year you didn't have two teams that looked ridiculous. It's better. Than, it's a better matchup than Georgia South Carolina. You never know. Maybe Beamer Ball two point No. coming out the gates. No, we're <laughs> we're gonna step away. 
for uh, about two seconds, about thirty-two seconds, and then we're going to talk about Tennessee, three old Florida, misses. one old Miss, <laughs> two old. Miss. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Tennessee fans, welcome back. We're going to finish out this episode talking Tennessee, Florida. So we have a Florida team going down to Gainesville. Of course, we hadn't won there since, what, 2003-ish? One-ish? Sure, I don't know. Something like that. Who gets beat, second half blowout by Utah. Of course, Probably some sneaky Mormons on that team. (laughs) BYU transfers? Well, I mean, it is Utah. We're going to play both ways, and by that, they might I have had both the 32 teams. year old Mormons on that team, not the 35 year old <laughs> Of course, uh, taking out the frustration on McNeese, and now it's time for real football. Um, you can't, our sample size is not big enough for either team. Uh, both of uh, Utah was a tough one, right? Utah ended up doing fairly well uh, last year. They're ranked they're, 14th right now, they're a good team. Mertz in this game uh, had, I think, 44 passing attempts. Something like that. Against uh, McNeese or whoever it was? No, no, no. I'm going back to Utah. Yeah, he was 31 for 44, an average of 7.6. He did throw uh, a touchdown interception, 333 yards. Um, for them to be known as, quote, a rush, what they want their identity to be as a rushing team, they didn't rush worth crap. Um, 25 yards by ATN, not even double digits for the rest of them, and uh, Mertz was <laughs> minus 29. So you have to wonder if they truly are a rushing team. Yeah. I mean, you can always say what you want to be. Now, whether you are or you ain't, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I said, I haven't well, watched them. Tennessee, Tennessee's time, supposed so to be know. a passing team, a deep threat passing team, and right now we're a running team. Well, I also think your identity can change throughout the season. Yeah. One thing happens, somebody gets hurt, your quarterback stinks, quarterback throws it. Instead of throwing it in the end zone, he throws it to Montana. You know. <laughs> he threw that one to the band members. To the trumpeteer. The ball's stuck in the tuba. 
I didn't know a ball could go in that far. I'm worried. Like I said, I think we're going to lose. I think Billy's back's against the wall. He seems like a pretty prideful fella from what I can see. Which that's a seven deadly sin by the listeners out there. If you listen, prides, don't be prideful. But, uh, yeah, I think we lose. I think, but I think Milton plays the whole game. And I think it's close. You still think if they're looking at losing that Milton is still in there? I mean, do you want to put that on Nico out the gate? Put a bad taste in somebody's mouth so he has a chance to drive down the field and win? Do you want to put that burden on him? I don't think so. I was Maybe he throws a pick and pisses the fan base off like that. Who who throws the pick? I'm saying if you put Nico in, say he has a chance to drive the last he has one drive left, two minute, you know, two minute drill, drive to win the game by one. And you put that on him and he throws a pick. Now he also has a chance to, you know, win and be the savior of the team, right? He does. But do you throw that on that young of a guy? He's young. I don't think so. He's young. I think you let Milton fall on the sword there and you start Nico the next week, if that's the case. There's got to be some sort of plan with them not redshirting him. I know we talked about this during the week, you and I did. Um, and for me, it's it's going to be it's because they know he's going to play in more than four games right now. They They feel like Milton's maybe not the answer. I mean, from the sample size we have so far, he's just not consistent enough. And I don't think he runs the offense that efficiently either, which probably really pisses Hypel off. Quarterbacks have to have that quarterback IQ. You to Today's game, especially this pro style, a lot of passing, you have to be smart. Josh Dobbs well, I'm not saying I'm not saying smart. not smart. I'm Hooker. Smart. I, I would love to have seen Josh Dobbs in Heupel's offense. Could you imagine Tyler Bray? <laughs> he liked to whip it and sling it everywhere. <laughs> it might have worked. It might have worked. He also likes to sling beer bottles <laughs> at passing cars out of his dorm room. <laughs> One other off-the-subject question, just because I want to know how you answer it. Okay. Hugh Freeze was in California on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. What happened after the game? He probably rolled him up a couple doobies. <laughs> it's legal out there. Uh, this is all just, you know, just off the top of my head opinions. But the, the thing is. Took a stroll down California, Hollywood Boulevard. And... You got to be careful with what kind of hookers you pick <laughs> up in California nowadays. Why is that? Just listen to the Afro Man song and you'll know what I mean. <laughs> She had green hair. That's all I need to say. <laughs> Is this an Afro man song that kind of goes... <laughs> Colt 45 and two zigzags, baby. That's all we need. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Hugh, how do you end up with that charge? Well, picked up a hooker. Colt 45 and two zigzags. <laughs> Let's just say she was packing more heat than me. Tennessee fans, be be afraid. Be very afraid. Saturday. If we play like Doo Doo Brown like we did last <laughs> week, we're going to lose. 
be very afraid for Saturday night. You got to pick Gainesville. the score before we sign off this thing. Be very afraid. Oh, we're picking it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you was signing no, off. We're we're getting close because we're at twenty six minutes. Now you can be short. Easy throwing that word around. This is a situation where short's better than long. I uh, I have the I have the touch of Negaval in me, but I'm still gonna go thirty-eight, thirty-five, Tennessee. See, I, I don't know if I would call it Negaval. I would just call it me being a narcissist and wanting to only take care of myself. And if we lose. Then You'll that, feel better about yourself. Everyone else I, is in no, tears, and you're like, up, I knew win, it. I just knew it. If we win, I feel better about myself. But if we lose, well, I told you we were going to lose. So, <laughs> narcissistic me, 28-21 Gators. Mm. Milton throws a first pick in however long as they always like to bring that stat up at they every do. football they game. They do. They do. He's yet to he throw a, a pick. pick. Yeah, okay. That's... <laughs> and he might break somebody's hand. Or rip their gloves. Or knock their helmet off. More yards rushing or more yards passing? Mm. Rushing. He's going more on the rush. Mm. Uh, it depends on how it plays out. If we're playing behind the behind the eight ball all the whole game, we'll be throwing it more. But Now, one thing I still have not seen a whole lot of is the full spread offense. Maybe because Milton can't do it. Or they're hiding it, but I take... I would love if they're hiding it. Are they hiding a punter? Good (laughs) gravy. Does he stink? Good gravy. (laughs) What you got back here in that tent? Hopefully it's a punter. See, I about let one go right there. I had to stop. Yeah, I mean, you got to cuss. Like I said, I mean, there's, like I said, there's some frat dude that's a member at, at UT that's as good a punter, if not better. And he's there. He's that, there. That's not uh, rugby style? He would have to wait a couple weeks to get off the Adderall, but he, he's there. <laughs> Tennessee fans, we want to thank you for listening to another episode. If you're agreeing with the dude, chime in, let us know. Hit him up. Hit us up. I at, hope I'm wrong. At, I hope it. I'm wrong. <laughs> Live stream people's on the bottom of your screen, wherever you are, we are. We are at TN Fan Talk. Listeners, thank you again. Help us grow the podcast. And I'm hitting buttons and it's not working. There we go. Duke. Time to shave your balls. <laughs> your balls. Shave your balls. Shave them. <laughs> oh, man, I hope you're wrong. Oh, I hope I'm wrong, too. But I'm mentally prepared. Like I said, I don't even think we're a top 20 team at the end of the year. I give three SEC schools by the end of the year in the top 25. Three. I can't wait to hear this. We'll talk about that at a later date. Just write it down. (laughs) I love the preseason. They said that uh, we were going to be Georgia's only competition. (laughs) Little did they know. (laughs) 
<laughs> Little did they know old 931 with their coach that it was apparently on some sort of speed. I I would have to think so. He was he was wilder than a bit uh, wilder than a wildcat. Go Vols. Big arch. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.